one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. An amnesis. Noun. The recollection or remembrance of the past. Reminiscence. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thank you for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. Usually the stoic protector, Brex has suddenly gone sprinting for a fight, with a pack of margers set squarely in their crosshairs. But not just any marger, iron marger. The gang rushes to assist, but this isn't going to be easy. Group dynamics are explored, new belongings are utilized, and creative tactics are employed. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren, and Jory face Brex's demons. You are all going nearly breakneck pace on your means, keeping up with Brex and charging towards this pack of Marger that are in front of you. The Abhumans are also coming towards you. Whether or not you were their original goal is kind of hard to say, but the fact that you're running towards them, you are now definitely their target. Oben has slid off down the side of the saddle on the Anine. He was riding with Nehemiah to try and get up into the melee as quickly as possible. Nehemiah's sword spear under the arm, ready to kind of use it as a lance charging through. And Brex is already nearly at the edge of the fight. The order is going to be Oben, Brex, group of Marger, and then the main party. Oben slides off of the side of the saddle and kind of tucks and rolls, sliding into the first Marger and slicing upwards with his glaive, taking a pretty good chunk out of the side of one of them. The Marger, now that you're closer, you see one that has blades for hands as though it has kind of been like morphed and mutated into this steel looking blade up the side of its forearm and up to its pinky. And even its fingers look sharp like knives. You see one that has a head that's floating up above the rest of its body, no neck to speak of. And there's something kind of like dribbling out of its mouth that seems to smoke and sizzle. There's another one that has four legs and not in a quadrupedal sense, but in like four legs as though they're still a bipedal figure, somehow impossibly moving in tandem. You see one that has silver chrome iron skin that has moves and shifts with the light as it hits it, that holds a giant ax. You see one that has eyes that seem to be glowing with a deep red energy. And the last one, at first glance, doesn't seem to look much different than a normal marker, but does have a massive club in its hands. So Oban slides in and hits the one with blade hands, doing 10 damage. Ooh, buddy. Which is actually nine because these folks have one armor. Mm. 
Brex is already into the main melee as well and decides to take on the one with four legs and swings and does connect, not doing quite as much damage as Oban with armor involved, a total of five. The Marger that are each engaged with those do try to hit back. Oban is able to get out of the way, kind of get inside the swing of the bladed hands of the one he's engaging with. Brex, however, does take a hit from the sword of the one with four legs. And at this point, the other four Marger that are here are just kind of trying to get at anything. These are not tactical beings. Mm -hmm. They are here for the blood, for the sport, for the rage and the violence. It doesn't matter who does what. It's not so much about eliminating the enemy as it is about making the enemy hurt. So they are all trying to just get at whoever they can and kind of end up tripping over each other in the process. It is your turns. Who would like to do something and what would you like to do? The one that Oban just hit, uh, yes. Blade Hands. Mm -hmm. How's it looking? Like, that was a hefty hit, but I know that these yeah. things are beefy. It took a pretty solid hit. And if we're talking, like, old school terms here, it's not quite at half health. Like, okay. But but it is not happy about that. You also notice, though, that even though it seems to have taken, like, this pretty nice slice, it mm -hmm. isn't really mentally hindered by it. Physically, no. sure. Like, it's not moving as it should, but it doesn't seem to care. It seems to be, I have this wound and I'm pushing past it, or it doesn't Iron matter. Iron don't care. Right. <laughs> Just like honey badgers. Exactly. 100%. Okay. With that in mind, as Nehemiah gets close, he is actually going to dismount from his anine and rush to the middle of the group, and I'm going to activate my tendril armor. Oh, yes, you are. Ooh, yeah, you are. If a metallic tendril hits a foe, it inflicts five points of damage, and on a successful secondary might roll, the foe is held until the user's next turn. This can either affect one enemy within short range or all enemies in immediate range. That's pretty immediate range. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin some days here. <laughs> yes. Iron Marger are a level five creature. So okay. We need to roll a 15 or better with this. So we're gonna go ahead and we're going to spend my edge is at two, so I'm going to spend three and we're going to get three points of effort on this. That's right, because the thing gives you an extra if you spend any. Amazing. Yep. All right, so that'll take it down to a level two. And that's a success with a 19. <laughs> and I'll take that plus three damage on all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of snack we like here. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really good. Nehemiah just rushes in, skids to a stop, and all of these tendrils just lash out and whap all of them. Five damage plus three, so eight damage, right? Eight, eight damage, but the armor. So oh, it takes it down to seven. Okay, yeah, you lash out with all of these tendrils, this like little whirlwind of tentacles in the center of all mm -hmm. of this. They all take a hit, whether it's to the face or the arm or the chest, or maybe it's la wrapping around a leg and kind of slashing there. They all take a, a nice solid hit, except for the one with iron skin. Mm. That one seems to resist a little bit more. Sure. And only takes four damage. Mmm. Hate that. <laughs> Phenomenal round out the cake there. <laughs> I love incredible. it so much. This is this is why I'm like, I want to see what you can do. Um, I can do that. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, I got to roll for depletion. Yeah. I've rolled a one. That means it it's dead. Oh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, uh, out with a bang. I guess. Yep. I, I mean, oh, dang. Well, I got to, go, to use but, it once. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. We'll deal with that momentarily. Yep. <laughs> wow. That I don't, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. That, oh. Oh. Sorry, Freddy. Okay, so I guess here's the question. Uh-huh. Do you think that it depletes the moment that this happens or when you try to use it again? If I'm continuing my honest streak, I think it depletes in the moment. Like, okay, yeah. what I would ask is that maybe the armor element would stick around so I am not left completely disarmored, but yes, like the, but ten- the tentacles, so the tentacles whip out and then this is armor that I have never actually properly used. And so it all like, they just kind of fall apart. Sure. They all whip out, they hit their targets, and kind of in a moment where, if you've ever seen like behind the scenes things where like animatronics go a little awry and you can't quite control what they're going on or all the clips of like the Jurassic Park dinosaur going completely Uh uh, berserk. It's kind of like that where they all just kind of like do something random for a moment and you're trying to get them under control again and they just kind of like drop to your sides. The armor still stays. So whatever armor you get from that, I will yeah. say will continue on and you can continue using his normal armor, but this feature has depleted. Yep. Smallrin or Jory? Smallrin is going to stay atop her Anine for the moment. I'm going to try something. I have an oddity in my pack that is described as an unbreakable glass pyramid filled with ice or snow and is powerfully magnetic. Uh-huh. Smallrin's gonna pull it out kind of whistle and get the attention of the blade-handed one, and as soon as its eyes flick to me, I'm gonna toss it directly at his face. And the goal is to get it to stick to its face? No, the goal is to get him to put his hands up and to stick his hands together because it's magnetic. Yes, good, (laughs) amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have you roll me a speed check to get it to throw accurately. That'll be a level five. Level five, okay then I am going to spend for a point of effort and see how this goes. Failure with an eight. You do throw it and the oddity does stick to one of the blades, but rather than like sticking them together, now there's just like an extra sharp thing on its arm. Well, darn it. <laughs> I really love the idea though. That's, a, that's an amazing idea. Jory. I'm going to go around the opposite way that Smallrun does, trying to kind of enclose the group. Okay. And I'm specifically looking for any weaknesses, anything they seem to, I know that they're very non-defensive, very offensive, but if there's anything that looks like tendon or a weak spot or an unarmored sort of thin-skinned area on the back of them, you know, I'm kind of looking at the action to see if there's anything specific. And I, I was, I might roll a perception if I could do that. Go ahead. Okay. Level five. Level five. I am super duper. Fourteen. Yeah. So I think what you see is it's rather individual in terms of where they might be weak. They are so individually different, and even more so with whatever the Iron Wind has done to these beings. Mm-hmm. That. You do find some weaknesses here and there, but nothing necessarily overarching. Is there a specific one that you'd like to try to get the information on? Uh, I will do one that's on bricks. So the one that has four legs, you notice that whatever change that this particular 
Martyr went through kind of left them very off balance. Like these legs maybe help them run faster, but in a kind of like standing fighting scenario, it kind of sets them off kilter. Gotcha. I'm going to jump down and tell Boxler to keep going, keep going, distract them, but keep away from them. And then I'm going to run and I'm going to go for the legs. I'm going to topple, get a cow tip. I will give you an asset. So level five mm-hmm. with an asset. Uh, 18. Success. Awesome. With two damage, which I assume you would uh, like to use? Yes, yes. I will go for six for the legs then in total. Yes. Yum, yum. Wonderful. So like kind of like just kind of trying to hit the legs out. Whatever the equivalent of the back of the knee is. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Back of many knees. Back of back all of many knees. <laughs> back of whichever yeah. knees you can reach. Yeah, you take your staff and just swing it down low and catch, I'll say three of four knees. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes toppling and it does kind of land hard enough to not just deal some damage with your staff, but deal some damage with the fall. So a total of five with that armor. That one is also looking rather worse for wear. Back to Oben. Oben at this point is able to, with the distraction of the pyramid being thrown, a couple other things, is able to get another hit in on the blade-handed ones and take it out. And then sets himself up to try and take on the next one that's coming out, which is the one with the floating head. Brex is still engaged with the four-legged one along with Jory. You all notice that obviously Brex's visor is full black. But you also notice that something around their visor is now glowing. Kind of like some sort of energy is pulsing there. And they go to take another swing at this and they do connect. And that energy pulses again. And you just see it like transfer from visor to mall. And that light kind of like pushes it the mall even harder through and literally knocks the marger back and across the ground. Dead. Nice. Interesting. So there are now four Marger left. So we have floating head, chrome skin, laser eyes, and normal? Yes. Normal. (laughs) Normal? Probably not. So floating head turns towards Brex, who is now approaching it. And it doesn't seem that they have a weapon. Mm. And instead of like holding anything, they kind of just like take a step back and that dribbling stuff that was coming out their mouth just sprays out towards Brex in some sort of caustic, acidic mm. spit. Don't love that. And it kind of starts to eat away a little bit at Brex's metal armor and a little bit of their exterior. Thankfully, it does not damage their visor. It seems to slide right off that, but like mm-hmm. everything else like sizzles a little bit. Don't like that. The one with iron skin, or chrome skin, is going to take a swing at Nehemiah, who is kind of in the middle of everything. So go ahead and make a speed defense level five. I'll go ahead and spend for one on that. Failure with a four. This one just has an ax. In terms of weapon, fairly (laughs) normal. And just comes in and tries to take a slice at you and deals six damage. Oof. And don't forget your armor. Yes. Jory, the one with red glowing eyes looks at you and you see those eyes kind of like power up and they shoot a laser at you. Uh, uh, Speed defense, level five. Give it a somersault and I failed because I'm not good at them. If 
failed with a fool. And those lasers kind of catch you like on the shoulder as like you're trying to like turn after having done that massive sweep with your staff. And you turn to see this Iron Marger having blasted you with laser eyes and then disappear and reappear on like the other side of the fight. Oh, crap. Like teleport a short distance. Oh, I don't like that. Sorry, how much damage? Six. Six. Okay. And then the last one, the probably not normal one, is still kind of in the middle. It has that massive club, is trying to get towards Smallrin, who's kind of like on the outskirts, and sort of like pushing through the others to try and get to you. And is able to get to the very edge of things and try and take a swing. It's going to be lower a step though, because it was trying to get through the mass of people. It's like not quite an open area to make a good swing. So it's gonna be a level four speed defense to try and keep from getting swung at. Success with a 19. Okay. You're able to pull back a little bit and stay out of the range of that swing. Any thoughts on the minor effect? Minor effect. Um, this particular one, I want focused on me. Like, even though it missed me, it's now like kind of trying to follow me as opposed sure. to engaging with anyone else. I'll say with a minor effect, I'll give that to you for one round. Yeah. All right. All right, well, Chrome Boy is coming after me, so mm-hmm. I should probably keep them going. So I will attack with my sword spear. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna spend, we roll, success with a 16. I see that my armor is destroyed. Nehemiah curses, <sighs> proceeds to just like get real mad and start swinging. Yeah, so you connect. Six damage. Which is taken down to two. Ugh. I do not like this Chrome Boy. No. <laughs> Chrome boy. Chrome boy. Curse you, chrome boy. Sounds like a seedless golden age superhero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. You're right. Well, the next time I run masks, I know what I'm throwing in there. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> Small Ren or Jory? Small Ren is going to continue playing Ring Around the Rosie with our friend who we don't know what he does. And while she does that, so she's just kind of circling the fight on her anine, she is going to create a deadly poison and apply it to her spear. And I'm going to spend to get it up to that level. Six points intellect and smashes the little ampules over the blade of the spear. Okay. Jory. I'll try to shake off the blow I just took and kind of look around from the ground. And is there any one of them that seems to be charging right now? covering some kind of distance. The only one that would be trying to cover any distance is the one that's going after Small Rin. And it's not quite charging because it's a, you're all pretty close to each other, but that is the one that is like moving towards a specific goal. Okay. I am going to use my phase door through the ground where I am to the ground in front of him. And um, I believe I can take things through. So I'm just going to stick my staff through. That's like a tripping hazard? Yep. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. (laughs) You stick your staff up in front of this phase door that you've now created, and it trips and falls face down. Are you trying to do any damage? Are you just trying to trip it up? Um, If it happens to land on a sharp object, that'd be great, but I'd rather just kind of take it out of its running right now. How close is it to the body of blade hands and the the pyramid? Ooh, Ooh, okay, you know what? I will have you roll for that part. Go ahead and roll that level five. I'm gonna call this one intellect to see if you can have placed it strategically enough. Okay. 
I'm just going to roll it. A fail with a 14, that's fine. Okay, so it does not take any damage. It does not land on blade hands, but it does fall and is no longer actively moving towards Small Rim or anyone for that matter. I believe I said Oban was engaging with Floating Head. Yes. Mm. Um, oh no, it's Chrome Skin, because both Nehemiah and Oban yes. are... There we go. Oban is shifting his focus there and tries to take a swing at the chrome skin one. And once again, does connect. It's very clear that Oban is very well trained. And especially it seems both in the fight that you saw him in down with the congregation Mm -hmm. and this one that he is very good at dealing with multiple people at a time with moving within a group and trying to do things in a tight space with a lot. Sure. Takes that glaive that he has and has a nice solid connection with the leg to chrome skin, which will be a total of six damage out of his normal ten. Mm-hmm. Brex squares up with floating head and is not phased by the acid damage that seems to be done. Mm-hmm. This time you do not see Brex's visor or anything around them glowing. Mm-hmm. They still connect and do some damage, but there is none of that like extra energy or light or anything that is happening this time. Brex gets more acid. Brex over here getting a free acid etch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't asked for though. That's about true. to drop out to the Dead Mouse not, concert. I don't know. Non-consensual for- acid etch. I mean, for someone that's made out of metal, I guess it's kind of like getting attacked with a a tattoo gun. Right. (laughs) It's not (laughs) untrue. (laughs) Or a CNC machine. Chrome Boy is going to swing at Oban. Mm. Kind of gets Oban square in the chest. He left a brief opening and just kind of acts straight to the center. Kind of like takes a, a quick step and stumble back. Laser Eyes, now kind of on the other side of the fight, refocuses and tries to take a shot at Nehemiah. Five speed defense. Okay, we'll spend that. Success with a 13. You see that glow and you're able to get out of the way. Are you ducking? Are you dodging? How does that look? It's a full speed like matrix juke to the side. You're able to kind of Mm -hmm. quickly make that move and avoid the blast. Once again, that teleportation happens and it kind of disappears and right back up on a different portion of this small fight area. Mm-hmm. Smallrin, the one that was going after you is going to stand up and try to, once again, go after you. With the tripping, um, it is able to pick itself back up, but in terms of timing, again, I'll give you an asset with that. Okay. Failure with an eight. It lunges towards you, and at first you think you're like, oh, I'm safe, I'm just out of its reach, but there is a little more length on its arm than you expected. Part of its mutation, maybe, uh, is that it's just, like arms are just slightly longer than you'd expect here, and kind of reaches out and hits you in the back. I need you to make a speed check. Okay. Level five to try and stay on your mean. Okay. I'm going to spend for effort. Success with a 17. Yeah, you are able to keep your balance and stay on top of the anine without being toppled over, but you do still take the six damage. Okay, so four. Your friends get cool things like chrome skin and laser eyes. You get slightly longer arms. Nerd. I'm going to put it on record for those listening at home. I don't like the face that Zan just made in response to that. Mmm. <laughs> Valid, valid. The face that said, I don't know, that's probably not that's it. That's probably not all of it. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Just maybe. Just a thought. All right. 
You all. Question. Mm-hmm. And the answer to this could absolutely be no, but okay. on my defense roll, I had rolled a 17, which is plus one damage. Can uh-huh. I use the fact that he's currently reaching out to hit me to turn around and attack him and add that plus one damage to my attack? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it would need to be a separate attack roll and that's a, an action on your turn. Okay, mm. that's fine. I would, however, like to turn around and attack him. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Go ahead and make that roll, level five. <sighs> Failure with a nine. Uh, Nehemiah is just going to take this round to use uh, recovery action. Okay. Because my Great. pools are also getting low. And because I can roll twice, that's a 10, which nice. is good. Awesome. Smaller and you miss, unfortunately. It resets itself, and then you can engage next time. But it might not be focused on you next time. This is true. We'll see what happens. Uh, Nehemiah takes a moment. You just kind of steal yourself against it. Uh, mm-hmm. What's happening here? Take a moment to reset yourself kind of thing. Yep. All right, Jordan. I would like to continue through the phase door as mm-hmm. my staff did. I will use the opportunity to have it as it's focused on small rin to give it some wax. Just the one really. Just the one <laughs> Just whack. Just the one actually. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it never gets old. Okay. Um alright, I'll yeah, I'll give it a whack. And uh yes, yeah, success success with a sixteen. Wonderful. Which would be full damage onto it. You take that whack. Does three damage with the armor. Mm-hmm. Now it's focused on you. Oh, goody. Why do I get that feeling like when a character hits this big thing in the back and it doesn't really do much, but it's just slowly turns? <laughs> just slowly turns, yes. Yep. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> what have I done? There's something even more terrifying about that, I feel. Yeah. You're not wrong. Right. Oban is still engaged with Chrome Skin and tries to take an opportunity where Nehemiah kind of like takes a step back to take a breather and tries to take that opportunity to like lunge in, but ends up missing. Ends up kind of like just going a little bit wide. It was a little bit of a tighter hit than he was expecting. Um, Is not able to make that connection this go around. Brex is still trying to get rid of Acid Spit, Mr. Floating Head, uh, and does make a hit. You all also notice that the acid that has been on Brex, in addition to kind of doing that initial damage, seems to be continuing to do damage every round. That's mm-hmm. not great. So in addition to the six damage initially, it does two damage every round Ooh. on top of that. Don't love that. Brex does have armor, but... Right. Um, he is armor, will. though. <laughs> exactly. Eventually it will wear away at that. The one that Jory hit is going to uh, attack you now. Uh, so go ahead and speed defense level six to get out of the way of that massive club. Right, not, not level six. I'm sorry. Level five. Okay. I was going to say, boy. I was going to say, level, what happened? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> got I looked at the mad. wrong number. They do, they got, they do, they do six damage, level five. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So uh, speed defense level five to get out of the way of that massive club. Spend some effort. This is not going to go well. Oh, success with a 15. Oh, yay. Awesome. Uh, what's your dodge look like? My eyes just get very big as it turns around. And whatever move it's going to do, I'm so on high alert because of how scary this is. I just dodge the other direction. Without even considering what it might be, you just kind of instinctively go, nope. Nope. Oh, I'm piecing out Amazing. to the side. See ya. Smallrin, you watch as Jory's now engaging with the one that you were trying to draw, and you see kind of a red glow out of the side of your eye as laser eyes are powering up to take a shot at you. Go ahead, roll speed defense level five. All right. Failure with a seven. 
not doing great. You see that red glow kind of out of the corner of your eye, and as you turn, you try to kind of like duck out of the way of it, but it is just too fast, and it hits you in the side of the face. Ow. And deals six points of damage. Six points of damage. And that is, I'm assuming that's might damage. Speed. Speed damage. Well, um, I, I've, I haven't been specifying up until this point, so yeah, we'll call it might. Well, I, it's that is important because I only have, I have two points of armor and only four points left in my might pool. Ah, yeah, so it is, it is might. Okay. So that takes me down to zero might. Uh, no, it doesn't. Step in front. Ooh, okay. Tell me how, how this works because Smallwood's kind of on the outskirts of the fight on mm-hmm. her Anine right now. So how do you how do you step in front? Like, where do you get to to try and get the I laser out of the way? I took that last round to use a recovery roll. Yeah. And in that moment, Nehemiah took it to like kind of survey the field and realized, okay, Oban is doing so much better at this. I should really see, oh, they're charging. <laughs> Good, good, good. He saw the charging of the lasers and <laughs> ran over and like did the action hero, you know, dive in front of the laser as it was firing out. Awesome, amazing. What's the total damage on that? Six. Six, so uh, that is minus two from my armor, minus two from step in front. So that takes it down to two for me. Phenomenal. Which I is love that. perfectly acceptable. Yes, absolutely it is. So good. Yeah, you kind of do like that, like jump in front. He just square in the chest and it mm-hmm. like, it stings a little, but ooh, mm-hmm. well worth it. Yep. Chrome skin takes a swing at Oban and does connect again. Mm-hmm. And the floating head one misses Brex with the acid spit. Let's go around. Good. Your turn. I'll attack laser eyes. Yeah, get it. Gonna. <laughs> so that's a difficulty five. Yes, it is. We'll spend... That's success with an 11. Amazing. Six damage. Anything specific you're trying to do with the hit or just? Really like this thing to not have eyes anymore, (laughs) but that's going to require a crit of some sort to do. We're just going to, we're going to aim high and go from there. For sure. You do hit its head, not quite on the eyes though. Awesome. Um, I'm going to take my action recovery roll. Good call. Good call. I, on the other hand, am going to get my aggression on despite my better judgment. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do another phase door underneath whatever one looks to have the best footing i don't know maybe the one that's closest to me that just attacked me that's fine i'm going to make that point b point a right next to me i'm going to slam my pole on the ground and kind of pole vault with it to get some air time and i'm going to dive in feet first through the phase door and use my body feet first as a projectile (laughs) up into the undercarriage of whatever one I put the other, the side B on. So, kaboom. Speedy thing goes goes out. That is amazing. I need a- appropriate use of face door. (laughs) Correct. I need a speed roll level five to get that momentum going. Okay, speed roll five. Please work. Success of the 17. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Plus one damage. yeah, so are you trying to, like, what is your, you will get the, the plus one damage regardless, but I'd like to know what your original intention, is your original intention to deal damage or to, like, knock over, impair, I mean, somehow I, it's it's kind of both. I mean, really, I'm, I'm hoping that it's soft enough underneath and some, you know, that, that it's, it's maybe we'll get a contusion or something, but yeah, to, to really kind of, not KO as in completely knockout, but just like stun yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing, like what just happened? 
Okay. So you come up feet first and kind of like just shove it from underneath, completely sending it off balance. It does fall to the ground. I'm going to say that one damage comes from like hitting its head on like a sharp rock or something and kind of lands hard on the ground and is stunned for a moment. I will say it does not have an attack next round. But you notice as it kind of like hits the ground, whatever cut that it had on its head like heals over and there is like a silver metal like scar that replaces it like almost immediately. So rather than like a normal scar tissue, it looks like silver chrome color. And you look closer at it now that it's kind of down and you're not fighting it immediately. And this originally seemingly normal one with maybe longer arms seems to heal in metal and heal very quickly. Does it seem to match what um, Chrome Boy looks like? Same sort of... No. I mean, same kind of metal, but not like one was the other kind of thing. It's not like Chrome Boy got enough damage that it it did that. Similar metals, different application. Okay. Good to know. And so it heals a couple points of damage. Uh, Cool looking, but no. Mm. All right. Oban is doing his best to try and get rid of Chrome Boy, nickel and diming, even with as much damage as he does. The solid metal exterior that this thing has is kind of just deflecting a good majority of those blows. So is at this point still engaged with that, just getting another hit, but is still handily engaged with the one that has metal skin. Brex is able to get one more blow in on floating head acid spit and take it down. Excellent. Just barely. (laughs) Like, we're talking points here, like, was within the point to get that one down. So we're now dealing with three. Chrome Skin does hit Oban again. Laser Eyes powers up and is now going to try to hit Nehemiah again since you got in the way. Mm, Yeah. Uh, So go ahead and roll speed defense level five. We're gonna spend for that. And we roll, whoo, I am glad I spent, uh, because that is success with a six. Yeah. You've both avoided and been hit by these lasers before, so I think you have a pretty solid idea of the rhythm of Mm -hmm. power up to release. Right. So I think it's just a matter of timing out, like, okay, I can stay here until this last second, and then... I have learned the Dark Souls fight. Yes, yes. (laughs) Very specific sequence. Now I gotta roll around and poke him in the butt. And then the fast healing one mm-hmm. doesn't do anything because Jory knocked them out for a round. Eh, suck it. All right, your turn, everybody. I will once again attack Laser Eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll spend, and I am trained in this, and so we roll, and that is success with an eight. Yeah, nice. You connect with that. Six points of damage, correct? Correct. All right, so five with the armor. Looking pretty rough. Uh, so you connect. Mm-hmm. Again, aiming for the head. Mm-hmm. You hit it on that follow through. It once again disappears and teleports to the other side of things so it can get a straight shot at Oban. Mm-hmm. Ooh, gotcha. Seeing that happen, I'm going to use the fact that I'm on my anine to get around the edge over to where Laser Eyes is now. And I'm going to try to hit it. Okay. Spend for effort and success with a 15. Awesome. Smallrin comes lightly galloping up on the Anine and like kind of as she's going past, she's going to do kind of the jousting thing. She's just going to like try to stick him in the shoulder. You hit and make that contact and the spear itself does four damage. How much does the poison do, remind Uh, me? Five points of deadly poison damage. Amazing. 
So it takes the hit and kind of like spins around and you can see its eyes powering up again, but then the wound kind of like starts to very quickly go bad, like sped up necrotizing of that flesh and the eyes power up and then power back down and it falls over. Mm -hmm. Poison gets them every time. Poison. Every time. Poison. Poison. (laughs) Jory. Realizing that the one that's on the ground right now, there's no way by myself I'm going to be able to do any damage to it. It's just going to heal. We'd need to dogpile it. I'm going to look for the closest one that's also fighting one of my comrades. There is only one other one left, and that is the one with chrome skin. I will go after chrome skin. Please, his name is Chrome Boy. Chrome yep. Boy. Right, I'm chrome so sorry. Boy. Chrome Boy. Maybe I'll try doing a bit of staff facing to get through its chrome into its meatiness. Yes, you can use it while you are phased. Right. So you would have to phase in order for it to do that if you're comfortable with that. I'll do it. Okay. All right, so you phase and you, you take a moment to kind of like move yourself into that between dimensional space. Mm-hmm. That'll be might level five. Okay. Success with a 14. I will say that with you kind of being able to control the phasing here, mm-hmm and you're starting to get a better handle with the phase door and a couple other things like actually being able to like be both in and out of phase at very specific moments. Mm-hmm. You phase through the armor, literally hit its heart like a baseball yep. and phase back out. I love it. I can picture it so well. Hell yeah. i take up boxing next. <laughs> yeah. Just um, um, on the organs. Anyway, <laughs> there's a visual for you. That is going to be just straight four damage. The four damage you normally do just internally to its squishy bits. And it is wheezing now. Oban takes this opportunity to finish Chrome Skin off. Excellent. To deal the last couple of points of damage and pull it to the ground. Brex turns and beelines for the one that heals and does do a good amount of damage. They bring that maul up and just try and smash it. It's like going at it in a way that is actually with an intensity that matches what the marger have. Mm. There is only one marger left who is now trying to stand up. It does heal some and then goes to attack Brex with its club and does make contact. And Brex does not seem to care. Your turns. I'm going to stab the thing that Brex is beating. <laughs> that seems logical. Yeah, yeah, you know, just 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 kind of following the the order of operations here. Yeah. Dog yeah, pile. And I'm going to spend for 2 points and we roll with another 19. Yeah. Very very So good. that is going to be 9 damage on this thing. Very very good. Anyone else? Oh, I'm going at it. I was going to say I'm I'm ready to get in on this party. Yeah, I figured that it would be kind of a everybody Every, everybody everybody hates marker situation. <laughs> I enjoy the pole vaulting I thought of in a second. I'm not going to use the phase door, but I am going to run and I'm going to staff down, fling myself up, bring the staff back down as hard as I can on it. Let's do it. Okay. Fail with a 10, so I can't aim very well, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I do some damage to the rock next to it. You shatter that rock. <laughs> it's practice. That rock? can kick rocks. I was just trying to intimidate. Did it work? The rock is very intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) And also dead. (laughs) 
Poor Rock. I'm sorry, Rock. Poor Rock. Smallrin. Smallrin is gonna leap down off of the Anine now that there is only one person to contend with and come over and just kind of stab down with the spear. And I'm going to spend for the point of effort. Failure with a two. Come on, I'm standing over a prone. <laughs> it, Brex, it not, Brex is just going at it too hard. He knocked my, or they knocked my spear out of the way. There we go. We're really bad at hitting things go. that aren't moving. I, apparently. You need to have a moving target. Yeah. Mm. I'm kind of like a dinosaur. If it stops moving, I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Oban comes in and is able to deal some damage there mm-hmm. Smallrin is going to say as Brex is just wailing on it and knocks her out of the way you do realize that if this one is healing it might help to divide parts of it from itself rather than just hitting it what like drawing and quartering it <laughs> I was thinking more cutting its head off but whatever works I mean, that usually takes care of most things. Now I just picture each of us that has like a quarter of it and just drag it off and start hitting that part. I'll be honest, that was actually my initial plan before uh, this thing fell apart. Just, you know, drag it off into the sunset. Oban gets a pretty good shot in at it and it's now, the healing cannot keep up with the amount of damage that you all are inflicting Mm -hmm. on it within the round. And Brex just brings that hammer up as, as high as it can and slams it down onto the head of the marger and it just disintegrates, it splats. Mm. And you see again that light kind of emanate from the hammer down onto this abhuman and just propels it downward at an even faster rate as it connects. Hmm. You take a moment to breathe as you now stand in a field of dead marger. Thank you so much for listening to episode 112 of Imprinted Echoes and Amnesis. As always, if you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on X and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. There you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I'd like to thank JJ and Veronica, Carlin, and Christina for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about the show. We're always happy to have a few new listeners. You can also find our hosts on X, myself at Covered in Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media at GLM Pods. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.